This morning I will be reading from Luke 2, 40-46 from the New Revised Standard Version. The child Jesus grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Now every year his parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Assuming that he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. When they started to look for him among their friends and relatives, they did not find him, so they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. I wonder, I wonder what that sign on the restaurant means when it says, no shirt, no shoes, no service. What about pants? <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if you take the wings off of a fly, does that make it a walk? I wonder. I wonder if hokey pokey is really what it's all about. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder who, who, who let the dogs out? <laughs> Imponderables. Questions that we have about life. If you want to arrive at the edge of world's knowledge, you can do two things, perhaps. First, gather all of the most, or many of the most intelligent people in, in one room and have them ask questions that they are asking of themselves, even. In fact, the result is phenomenal, and it happens every year by a foundation called Edge Foundation. Last year's question was, uh, what do you believe is true even though you can't prove it? 120, 120 or so scientists got together and they asked that question and tried to address it from their own perspective. What do I believe is true, even if I can't prove it? Or, to get to the edge of the world questions, you can go to the other end of the spectrum, invite little kids to ask their imponderables. And I've done this over the years, and I've gotten such responses from little children saying, where's heaven? What color is God's skin? If God is everywhere, is God in my oatmeal? <laughs> Did Cain and Abel marry their sisters? Who will God help win the Super Bowl today? Imponderables, questions, beautifully divine in their own way. What does it mean to us that according to Scripture, the God of all the cosmos comes to earth in the form of a preco precocious teenager asking questions at the edge of the world. Jesus arrived in Jerusalem, as the story goes. He goes into the temple, and this is uh, perhaps like a yeshiva or a Torah school, where the natural way to learn was you go among your elders and you ask questions back and forth of each other. And Jesus was part of that uh, energy that was flowing in the yeshiva that day. And he had his own questions. And the text also says 
the adults around listened as well, which is pretty key, I think. What does it mean that the God of the whole cosmos enters into our reality as a precocious Christ teen asking edge-of-the-world questions? Clearly, God invites the inquisitive mind, the challenging question, the listening ear, the intelligent interchange between student and teacher. All of this God sees as an act of faithfulness. At one point in scripture, God asks, like a good teacher in a yeshiva school, ask the prophet Isaiah, says, come, let us reason together. In fact, the text there in the original language has this idea of let us argue it out together. Habakkuk drills God with lots of questions in his call for help. I'll only list a few. How long, O Lord, must I call for help? Are we but fish to be caught and killed? Are we but creeping things that no leader to, with no leader to defend them? Must we be strung up on hooks and dragged out in their nets? Will you let them get away with this forever? Will they succeed forever in their heartless conquests? No doubt, you come to college with a thousand million questions, and you'll probably leave from college with a thousand million questions still. And God says, that's all right. That's a good thing. It's a blessing. God in Christ blesses you in your seeking, blesses you in your wandering aloud about the knowledge at the edge of the universe. God in Christ is with you in these times of wandering. We'll hear some other ones question, some younger and some older that still have questions that they're asking this morning. As a sign of that blessing, the Gospel of Luke tells us at the beginning of the story and at the end of this story about Christ's inquisitive mind, like bookends, assures us that the child Jesus grew and became strong filled with wisdom and favor of God was resting on him. And then it ends at the end of the story by reaffirming, uh, reaffirming saying, and Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. As you've all heard already, the chosen we've chosen as a theme for this inaugural period, growing in wisdom and wonder. Clearly, that's a part of who Christ calls us to be as a community, growing in wisdom and wonder. I invite you to join us throughout the weekend for this great celebration, and I, I, I think it'll be a good weekend, and I pray that in your own wondering aloud that you too will, as the scripture says, grow strong. May you be filled with wisdom and in years and may the favor of God rest upon each of you. Amen. I wonder
I wonder what makes a firefly glow. I wonder how many seeds are on a dandelion head. I wonder how many packets of jello it will take to fill the fountain. I wonder how my next audition will go. I wonder why my dorm room seems smaller than all the ones around it. I wonder what my grades will be this semester. I wonder how many people still think I'm a first year. I wonder if I have enough time to take on a part-time job, or if I really need that extra money anyway. I wonder what makes the leaves change color. I wonder how many people don't know my name, and yet will be able to stalk, I mean, find me on Facebook. <laughs> I wonder, what do you do with a BA in English? <laughs> or theater, for that matter. I wonder what other people dream about. In wisdom and in years, and in divine and human favor. I wonder why love and pain are so closely entwined. I wonder what life is I wonder what the source of ideas, what is creativity, where does it come from, is. I wonder how the brain produces the mind. And I wonder what is dark energy and what is dark matter in the universe. I wonder about the relation between religion and science, these two great pathways. I wonder what it means to know and to understand. And I wonder what truth is. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. I wonder Every time I see one of his movies, can Keanu Reeves act? <laughs> I wonder when I read Paul's letter to the Philippians, how he rationalized keeping his love of sports off the list of that which he now holds to be rubbish. I wonder if we have properly identified every time Paul is being sarcastic in one of his letters. I wonder how, how often I quickly devise unconsciously exegetical maneuvers that keep me from having to listen to what scripture demands of me. I wonder what words best describe God's reaction to the debates in our church. I wonder how much of creation reflects God's divine sense of humor. I wonder 
how much of himself Jesus would recognize in all of the scholarly writings about him. I wonder if humanity will ever be spiritually mature enough to know how to use its technical abilities wisely. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. Let us wonder, wonder together as we sing together. You may join me with, I wonder as I wander. Will you bow your heads with me in prayer? All-knowing God, we thank you for this time to explore the vastness of questions we have come up with. Just as Christ did, we too ask questions. Wondering is good. Wondering can help us know more about you than answers alone ever could. As we, let, as we go, let David's words resound in our hearts. A desire to know your ways and to be led in your truth. Amen. That concludes um, today's inaugural chapel. I thank you for coming. But before we go, I too have a question. I wonder what Goshen's new president looks like sopping wet. I invite you to um, come out to Schrock Plaza with me and uh, maybe we'll get an answer. <laughs>